everybody. You are tuned into The Exchange on 88.5 FM WCUG Cougar Radio. This is Doria speaking, and I am in studio today with TQ. Hey, 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 everybody. And I am so excited to have her here with me because I first met her at Emily Hurd's album party. Matthew Moon and I went to support Emily because I'd interviewed her in the past, and she's a dope artist here in Columbus. And I was listening just to see, you know, if there'd be anybody that I liked. And I heard that Jasmine Sullivan cover and I was like, oh, it's a wrap. Like, I have to get her in studio because I love Jasmine Sullivan Me so too. much. She is the GOAT, as I call her. She's incredible. I feel like she she's is. so underrated. So when I heard that cover, I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she is one of my favorite artists and one of the ones that I grew up listening to when she came out. Her voice is more similar to mine, so I can sing her songs. Yeah. You know? So. Yes, her tone, her rasp. And you have a little bit of that too. Just so. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get started. All right. So, my first question mm -hmm. is What are some songs that you would say were the soundtrack to your childhood? Like, what did you grow up listening to? Uh, initially, like, the root um, is gospel. I grew up listening to um, Mary Mary and CC Wines and all of the Yolanda Adams. And then and as I got older, I started listening to voices that kind of sound similar to mine. And they were like Jennifer Hudson, Fantasia. So that, I actually feel like I mimicked them. That's how I done learned. I taught myself how to sing by mimicking those artists. So, yeah, that's my that's my childhood completely. And those are all incredible they artists are. to look up to. I, I love, love that. So at what point did you realize that you wanted to become a singer? When I really think about it, being a singer has just always been all I can remember. So, like, I want to say when I started singing, I was four-ish, five-ish, somewhere around there. But when I actually started thinking about it as a as an artist, I was 11 years old. And I started my own group called GL1011. And I wrote my songs and everything. We didn't go nowhere. But that's when I started being like, I could do this as a, as a career. So, yeah, about 11. Do you remember any of those songs? I don't. I don't. <laughs> but I had I had auditions and everything for my group and Ooh, none of them serious. got picked. None of them got picked because, you know, it was just me and my I picked my god sister. Mm -hmm. She didn't take it serious as me. But <laughs> when we interviewed all the other people and got them to do auditions, it was like, nah. You were doing interviews at eleven? I was doing them in the back of my church. You were serious about it. <laughs> That's good though. None of them got picked though. None of them got picked. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like stuff like that helps you accumulate a good work ethic, so you have to, you know, groom your own self, especially if you see a, a vision and a passion for your own stuff. Like, I got to figure out a way to make this a real live thing for me, although it, in a sense, it was kind of play play. Mm -hmm. But essentially, it actually pushed me to want to have a career as an artist. Yeah, that totally makes perfect sense. Okay, so... What are some things that you would say that people don't realize about, like, the come up, like, starting as an artist? Oh, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. You, yeah. can, you can really have your mind set on this is where I want. You know, you're supposed to set your goals and all of that. But it's so many roadblocks and storms that will happen in the midst of that. Like, when I started, I ain't have no kids. And then, boom, I got pregnant with my first child. I got pregnant with my second child. I'm in school. It's it's You still have a life outside of being an artist. But in order to um, complete the vision and complete the passion. You just got to keep working it and pushing through those obstacles. How do you stay focused with all that's been going on? Um, Looking at the faces that helped me start it, like my mom, my dad, and my siblings. And then I have two new faces that I had to add to it, which are my children. And I know 
at the end of the day, I got to put food on the table for them so they can eat. And I want to set up a future for their lives and make sure my mom and dad sit down because they, they got nine kids. Really? They've been working all their life. So it's time for them to sit down so they can just, you know, reap the benefit of the fruits of their labor. What number are you out of the nine? I'm number three. Whew. I'm number three. They got <laughs> five, five boys and four girls. Yep. <laughs> How has having eight other siblings shaped you as an artist? Well, all those different types of personalities in one household, including your parents. I mean, it, help, it helps you to deal with not only just yourself, but you got to deal with people and their personalities all the time. Whether it be good or bad, you just got to learn how to deal with sharing, sharing spotlights and also showing love to everybody else. Because, I mean, it's enough for everybody to eat, you know, so I ain't going to, you know, I got, I can share. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so when I found you, like, after the whole Emily thing and yeah. the Jasmine Sullivan color, I went to YouTube to try and find more. Yeah. And I saw that you did a cover of Redbone by Childish Gambino, and you made yeah. a video for it, which yeah. was really dope. What yeah. prompted that? That was actually, to be honest with you, it was the revamp of TQ. That's how I got back on the scene um, as an artist. I had had my child, so I kind of went on a hiatus for a little bit. Um, and I met with a couple of people that actually wanted me to... Um, to help me out. And we did the cover to Redbone. And Redbone at the time was, a, it still is a dope song. And I wanted to give it that female perspective. And that was one way to do it. And then I got with um, this dope videographer down here. He go by the name of Brad, TF Brad. He a DJ, he do everything. But, um, and I saw one of his videos and he was like, I was like, man, that was a nice. And he, I hit him up and he was like, let's do it. And, there you go. You got red bone. <laughs> and speaking of putting a female perspective on things, uh -huh. I also saw you did a cover of Imagination by Eric Bellinger, and yeah. you put your own spin on that. Uh -huh. And I really like that because I love, like, Willy Wonka and all that kind of stuff in movies in general. Yeah. So uh, first question is, how did that cover come about? And then second, do you get inspiration from, like, TVs and movies when you're writing yourself? Well, um, to answer your first question, the imagination is really... It's a playoff of words. Like when they took the the sample from Oompa Loompa, that was that was the best. I wish I could have wrote that. Right. You know that was that was fun to do, and then it helped me tap tap into a side of TQ that I have not shown the world, which is that that sexy side. Like I I have never done that, so it had, it made me step outside of my box and do something else. Um, when I write, I really write off of personal experiences. Um, not just for me, but for people that are around to tell me their stories. I like to write about things that are happening to me. Because, I mean, that's the only way I can deliver the song. If I've felt that type of feeling before, if I've seen those type of situations before, I can deliver the song. Because it's, it's really pretty much a testimony. Every song written is my testimony. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So are, would you say all the songs that you write are from your perspective? Or have you ever written, like, from, say, a friend's perspective or something like yeah, that. You, yeah, especially, I mean, you know, we deal with so, some of the similar things. The older I get, you know, the situations I'm, are starting to come redundant and, you know, repetitive. You know, we all kind of deal with situations, but we deal with them differently, but it'd be the same situation. So, yes, when I write, I like to write from my perspective and get perspective from other people. That way, everybody can like what they hear, you know? Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Because so many of us are going through a lot of the same things. Yeah. Just dealing with it different ways, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then you shot the video for your single Waves yeah. in Panama City Beach. What was that experience like? Oh, man. It, okay. To get to Panama City was, you know, you got a plan. You got a plan, you know. <laughs> but with this amazing team, Smash Mouth, 
and just letting him talking to the CEO, Brad, and just let him know, hey, I want to shoot this video on the beach. Well, let's get it together. We just got that trip, got in the car, rolled down there, shot it. It was a nice day. Turned out to be pretty. Praise God. Hot, you know, and it was, I said hot because it was, that's how hot it was. Yeah. <laughs> the seagulls was out. Like, it was, it just turned out to be a very pretty day, and it was so fun to actually do a video on the beach. I felt like I was um, uh, already, you know, on, on top. Yeah. And people walking by and seeing me, they're like, who are Ooh, you? Who's this? Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Are you shooting a video? What's your name? <laughs> so it was like, okay, I could do this. I can see myself doing this. <laughs> this could be a lifestyle here. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. And then what would you say is your definition of success? And what point would you say you're looking back and you say, okay, I've, I've had a pretty successful career? Oh, wow. That And and. When I have, I have to really sit on that question because yeah. um, I think my definition of success is watching everybody else be successful. You know oh, what wow. I'm saying? Setting it up for everybody else to win, to eat, to, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I want to be successful for my family and for my kids, but it, I mean, you ain't really doing nothing if you ain't bringing nobody with you and you ain't really doing nothing if you ain't putting nobody else on. Because we all need, we all trying to, we all got the same goal, you know, to be where we need to be. Not just for us, but for our family. And I think the only way the only way I'll know that it's, it's happening or it's, it has happened is if I could just sit back and be like, I can get up and go to work whenever I feel like it. If I want to go to the studio at 1 o'clock, I can go to the studio at 1 o'clock. Or I could just sit back and chill. We can go take vacations anytime they want. It's not about material things, but it's about just enjoying life and watching everybody else enjoying life. So if I can get the people around me to just be comfortable enough to financially, mentally, all of that plays a part in it. So I think that, to me, shows success. If I, if I made it sound clear, I get the rambling. No, that was nervous. really good. That's one of the questions that I like to ask everybody because you get to see different people's perspectives and their outlooks on life. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was the first time that somebody said that their definition of success involved other people yeah and i love that because that's so important because you are who you surround yourself with so if you're the only person in your team coming up then what's it all for really exactly. so that exactly. being said are there any other artists that you would like to plug oh yeah we could plug ishmael mckinstry um he's from my hometown cho rambo uh smash mouth um taylor moore she's been she's hot around here and um smash mouth film Give it up for Smash Mouth Entertainment. They got a whole lot of, they got a whole lot of stuff going on. Y'all go and follow them. And also Cal, Cal Confidence, K A L, y'all. Yes, Cal is the manager, <laughs> you guys. Shout out, to very Cal. important. And shout out to Special Moments by Miata. And I had to make sure I got it right today. We call her Mimi, but yeah, <laughs> Special Moments by her. And thank you to uh, Columbus State. Um, for having me. Shouts oh, out to y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So is there any new music coming soon? Uh, actually, yeah. Um, we're working. Um, actually, we got a meeting this afternoon to get um, one of my songs that I'm trying to, I'm trying to push that one. I'm trying to make sure I get that one. And then we got some stuff set up for me to get back in the studio and record some new stuff. So yeah, we got some stuff coming soon. All right. Y'all need to keep it locked and stay tuned. And do you have any shows coming up? Uh, at the moment, no, but if y'all would like me 
to be at any of y'all shows, please email me at tqbooking, T-E-Q-U-E-B-O-O-K-I-N-G at gmail.com. You can follow me on all my social media at the official TQ, and that's T-E-Q-U-E. So if you want me on a show, do not hesitate to ask because I'm there. All right. And the last thing I was going to ask you to do is to plug your social media. So did I that. Did I got you. <laughs> did that. All right. Well, y'all, that was it. That's my interview with TQ, a local artist here in the Columbus area. Please be sure to check her out. Follow her on social media, all that good stuff. This is Doria signing out on The Exchange.